What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sequence. I'm your host, Trevor Plouffe, and today we have another very special guest on with us today, fresh off a dazzling debut, looking like another ace coming from that Cleveland system, my man Tristan McKenzie. Tristan, what's up, dude? Nothing much, nothing much. Just happy to be here. I appreciate you coming on. Um, This is kind of new for us. Usually we go over you know, a bat's from like a previous year or something. We're going over in a bat from just five days ago. Um, your amazing debut against Detroit, a guy that you grew up uh, idolizing. But before we get into that, I kind of have a few questions I love to ask everybody. Um, you're born in Brooklyn. You moved down to Florida. Who were, who were like your influences growing up uh, in the game of baseball? Uh, I mean, definitely my father. My dad put me in the game and definitely taught me almost everything I know about it and kind of molded me into the player today. But I'd say player-wise, it's more, you know, baseball greats, uh, Derek Jeter. Uh, I watch a lot of Pedro highlights. I watch a lot of Duck Gooden highlights. Uh, just paying attention to the guys that are the best. I like that. Pedro and Doc Gooden, two, two of the greats right there. And, and what about, like, in in today's game? Do you have guys that you, like, just love to watch? Any, but honestly, I'm just a fan of good baseball in general. Uh, I just, I like, I like watching everybody. Honestly, the fact that like I got to play with Francisco Lindor behind me was really cool to me. I was just like, that's a he's what, a six time star, six time all star. Like, yes. that's cool. He's a, he's an absolute stud. I, I think I was there on his debut day, um, or at least close to it, and he was special from like the get-go yeah yeah and that whole cleveland team was great um obviously playing in the central i got to see a ton of them but uh you guys are still doing i didn't give you guys a lot of credit this year and that's on me and in fact i even didn't even give the pitching staff enough credit which seems like absolutely so stupid now um but how 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 is that going how's how's the how's the year going i know you made one start but you guys are right in the thick of it oh i mean I'm always very confident in this team. Uh, I think that I think we get slept on a lot in terms of like we're not a big market team, so guys kind of overlook us. But I feel like we have all the tools here to win, especially to win a World Series. We have the bats, we have the arms, uh, and I think that shows, especially with our ace Shane Bieber. And then we had Clev come back yesterday and kind of come out and give us a solid start. We have Savali, we have Cookie. There's there's so many guys here. We have with the bats, we have Jose Ramirez, Francisco Lindor. There's there's just so many factors that go into us being a good team. I'm just kind of, kind of glad I get to be a part of it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And this is like the – it's not the million-dollar question. This is like the hundred-million-dollar question. What, okay. is, what does Cleveland do differently to develop pitching? Because every organization wants to do what Cleveland does. And there's a few that can kind of do – the Dodgers develop really well – um, but it seems like Cleveland just knows how to develop pitching. What do you What do you think you guys do differently? I think it's I think it's just the culture here. Uh, in terms of just when guys get there, they feel comfortable, they feel ready to go out there and perform, and they feel like they can go be themselves. I feel like a lot of times that moment can get bigger than a lot of people. Uh, but going up there and feeling comfortable that I I pitched in rotations with Savali and Bieber, and I can go up there and be around guys that I've been around. And as much as they're doing really well and they're great right now, I don't have to feel out of place. And I think it allows guys to just come in and be themselves. And 
we just train the guys that way. That's great. What about um, pitch mix for you? So you say you come into the organization, you're allowed to be yourself. Have you changed a lot since you got drafted? Have you developed, you know, something new, changed something in your delivery or your pitch mix? Or have you kind of Uh, been this guy all along? I'd say competitor-wise, I've always been this person. I'm always going to go out there and give the team the best that I have. But there's a lot of little things that go into who I am now and the player I was when I got drafted and the guy that made his debut a couple days ago. Uh, And I think it's just more just being more in tune with my body and learning, like, what worked for me in terms of, like, my lower half or syncing up my arm with my lower half and making sure everything feels good. And, And I'm consistently going out there and every pitch feels the same regardless of if it's a fastball, a changeup, a curveball, or a newly developed slider. Have you felt like you've benefited from some of the new technology being used in player development, some of the slow-mo cameras, um, anything like that? Do you feel like you've benefited from something in particular? I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say it's one thing in particular. I think it's kind of just a combination of everything. Just being able to step off the field and be like, hey, my bullpen felt pretty good, but my curveball, I felt like I was getting around it and being able to go back and look at video or even talking to your coaches or talking to your teammates and asking guys like Shane, like, hey, you throw a good curveball, like, what do you do? <laughs> and kind of like getting, bouncing stuff off, bounce stuff off him or bounce stuff off the guys around you and getting feedback and you're constantly learning, you're constantly working, kind of like sharpening your knives. Dude, like that is so valuable and it sounds like you're taking advantage of it. I always think of... Speaking of the Tigers, I think of the Tigers, um, guys that were in that organization around the time that I was still playing, um, specifically Nick Castellanos, another Florida guy. He grow, He's coming up. He's around Miggy. He's around Victor Martinez. He's around uh, – I don't know if he's around Magli Ordonez. But you're surrounded by these people that, who are, you know, the best at what they do. And being able to pick their brain, I mean, that's got to be – the best. I got to do it with Joe, uh, Joe Mauer, Justin Morneau, Josh Willingham, stuff like that. Um, but that is like, that's the ticket, man. Yeah, I mean, really anytime I get any information that's going to help me, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and use it, and hopefully, it's going to help me when I go out there and pitch. Well, it seems like it did. And speaking of that, let's get to the at bat. Uh, but before we do, let's do the ad read. With football right around the corner, there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving all users a no-brainer to start the season. Listen up, because you do not want to miss this. Have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Well, for week one, DraftKings is ensuring that even if Kansas City were to lose in historic fashion, you would still cash your bet. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. So even if Kansas City loses by 100 points, you still win big with DraftKings Sportsbook. That's a no-brainer. On top of that amazing offer, DraftKings is giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. All you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook enter their survivor pool and you'll instantly get a share of up to 100 million dollars in giveaways download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code johnboy to take advantage of this no-brainer of an offer that's promo code johnboy j-o-m-b-o-y to get in on all of the action for a limited time only at DraftKings sportsbook 
Must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys, we're back for the at-bat. We got it queued up. There's already two outs in the first inning, and in walks a guy that you know a lot about. One of the most intimidating hitters of our generation, Miguel Cabrera. What, do you, what are you thinking when you see him walk in the box? My honestly, my first thought was to like, all right, Miggy's up, like reset, like this is a new game, like you have to, you have to focus for this event. So I, I got the out, uh, ended up, I got a ground ball myself. I got the ball back, and instead of like just stepping right back on the mound, like I had to turn around and face center field and like <laughs> get away from Miggy before like I got back to Miggy. I love that. Is he like you know you you, you grew up in South Florida? He's obviously former Florida Marlin. I don't know if he has a house down there or not, but he's, he's large in that area. He's he, I mean, even people that don't really know baseball, know Miggy, especially down in South Florida. So that just goes a testament to like who he is as a player. Oh man, he could do it. We talked earlier about, you know, I saw him do this triple crown and there was, he, yeah. I said it, he's one of the best hitters of our generation. So here he is. He steps into the box. Like you said, I think let's start it up here. Let me get it. I think you just got a ground ball. And there he is. Big bad 2-4. I don't know. I don't know if they zoom in on me here, but I'm I'm not looking at him at all. <laughs> I'm turning around like, all right, we're good. And now I step in. And the first pitch, trying to go up and in. Now, he took a hack right there. So not to not to taste myself too much, but usually like I can that that fastball was probably like ninety percent. That wasn't like a hundred percent go get him fastball, and he he wasn't on it. So I was like, I'm gonna come back with another heater. Like that was my thought process in that moment. So almost like you said ninety percent. It's at ninety four, and you saw that he was a tad bit late on that. And so you're like, okay, you saw ninety four. Like, yeah, I was like, I got him here. Like if I can if I can get a good fastball, if I can elevate it, or even you know hit my spot. He's. I don't think he's gonna touch it. He's gonna. He's gonna foul it off again at, at most, at best. Okay. Hopefully, Miggy's not watching this right now. <laughs> oh yeah, but I agree. He's a little late now. So here you come. Step off. But you want to go yeah. heater again. And just buy him. So at least. So now I'm like, okay, this is Miguel Cabrera. I got my first two outs, and I'm thinking. I just need something that's off the plate. Something you want that punchy. I was. I'm always thinking punchy, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm always thinking punchy. But I gotta. I gotta try and pick and pick and choose my spots. So when I got up 0-2, I was like, just trust Babo. Whatever he throws down, you throw a conviction, and then we'll, we'll kind of work from there. This is a guy. You got that sign. I want to see if I can get back to it. You get this sign, and you're very confident in this pitch. I can see it in your face, and you know it was, right here. What to yeah, do. it was it was literally just O two. Whatever he puts down, I'm gonna throw with conviction. I'm gonna get it where he puts the glove. I don't want to miss. I don't want to. I don't want to make any mistakes, especially in this at bat. Just knowing who Miggy is, so make the pitch and I and I get the swing out of it. I mean, I can put myself in Miggy's shoes right here, and you're late on the first one. You're late on the second one. So in your mind, you're like, hey, 
I gotta speed it. I gotta speed it up a little bit. If I'm trying to put the ball in play, I gotta speed it up a little bit. And I'm sure if we slow it down right here, we'll have Kyle do it in post. I'm sure you're gonna see his front hip fly open a little bit. And then you start that pitch on the black, and then it just disappears. I was really happy with it. If you watched that that little glove slap right there, it was like, oh wow, that was Miggy. We're in here. That was like a a breath of fresh air and like trying to like calm myself down. That was really cool. I'm here, slow mo. That's just nasty, bro. Thank you. Thank you. And so, yeah, I mean, first inning goes smoothly. You come back in the fourth, you do it again. That time you get him on a high heater, but an impressive debut and. I saw you get in the start, and I was very, I, I was anxious to see you because I just know how Cleveland develops pitching, and I think I was, and everybody that was watching is was just like, whoa, another one, another one, and you earned another start in the rotation, and I believe you're going to be there the rest of the way, and this is a playoff team, man. So thank, thank you. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, you're welcome anytime. I love to go over at bats with you because that was nasty, dude. <laughs> If they all look like that, I'll gladly come on here. All right, man. Well, I appreciate the time and uh, good luck. Second starts tomorrow. And we're looking forward to it, dude. All right, man.